Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. During the pandemic, there were a, a lot of uh, people were impacted in many different ways. We all know that. We all lived through it. And one of them was people that had medical issues other than COVID. Our next guest uh, suffered a heart attack during COVID and he needed two operations, but was left to work out his rehab by himself because of COVID restrictions that meant that they would not be able to access the hospital's rehab center. He eventually took part in uh, cycling and getting back on his own and then uh, was a part of the OCBC virtual ride, which brought him back to good health. Let's bring him on now to talk about it. Jason Tay, 60 years young, heart attack survivor. Welcome to Money FM Saturday mornings. Great to have you with us in more ways than one. Yeah, good morning, Glenn and now. Pleasure to have you on the show, Jason. Awesome. Now, yours is such a lovely, yeah. just what we need on a Saturday morning, such a feel-good, positive story. Tell us about your journey, Jason, in the last couple of years. What happened? Oh, well, it's really a, a hard time for me. Uh, maybe I start with my experience when I first got, how I got a heart attack. Mm. Uh, I was quite regular on cycling since young. Uh, maybe like I used to do about 10, 20 km every week, once or twice. And uh, it happens that in the year 2020 January, where I still went to work on that day, I remember, and I was feeling a bit of chest pain and I, was, I, I thought it was the normal gastric. Uh, the reason was because the month before that, I actually went for ECG. It was a perfect ECG. And uh, the doctor, didn't, I, I do not suspect it was a, any, anything wrong. So as I was working on the day, I was getting weaker and weaker. Then I realized something is not right. And with the insistence of my colleague, I actually went to see the doctor again. And the GP told me that from the ECG I took on that day, the doctor told me I seem to have a heart attack. Mm. And he told me to go A&E immediately. Uh, upon arriving on the a and I actually collapsed and I was in a wheelchair. Wow. Uh, even at the instant when I was pushed, in, pushed into the operating theater, I, I, I still do believe I got heart attack. Yeah. Because uh, I, I thought, I still think I'm only having gastric pain. Uh, when I see all the staff and nurses, I think it's about 10 of them running around, preparing for the operation. I know, wow, this time is really going for real. And the doctor came and talked to, told me, he said, you are very lucky. 50% of them with similar condition don't make it to the hospital. Wow. wow. I said, wow. <laughs> I was still hesitating. I, I, I don't think I have a heart attack. And then when this when they start the operation on me, uh, they discover I have three uh, major blockages, uh, 100%, 90%, and I think 80%. Wow. So it was actually very serious. It's really extraordinary. And, uh, You're still here, Jason. Let's be honest. Oh, that's right. That's why that's I was curious. I don't believe I got heart attack. So I asked the doctor then why I'm still here. The doctor is saying that probably you do a lot of cycling and you have a strong heart so you can actually... Uh, endure the pain and, and still be able to, to withstand and through all the heart attack. I mean, to the heart, the whole procedure heart attack. And uh, they did two anthroposity on me. Uh, they can't do it all at one go because if it were to clear at one go, I would probably be dead because my heart would not be able to handle it. So 
uh, I did the first one. They clear my first hundred percent, and unfortunately, because of the hundred percent, I have a bit of heart scarring, right. which means that the portion of my heart is not working anymore. And uh, after clearing the first uh, intraplasty, I will have to wait for another two months for my heart to get ready for the second operation. Mm. Uh, during that. Two months is really hard time for me because I I, I couldn't even walk properly right. and I'm just like an old man like suddenly aged by twenty to mm. thirty years. Extraordinary. Mm. So wow. so you had these two surgeries as you mentioned and then COVID of course this is during COVID so you have to yes. begin your rehabilitation but because of COVID you can't go to the hospital regularly and safely so you had to do it alone. So tell us if you can how you went from there to somehow miraculously taking part in the OCBC cycle virtual ride? Oh, yeah. Okay. So because of after the first operation, uh, I, I, I know that I'm pretty weak. And I, during the period, I actually tried to walk, do walking to, to, to recoup, to, I mean, rebuild my health. And I find that the walking isn't helping me much. It's very slow. So upon this, completing the second operation, I decided to try cycling. So uh, I did start try by doing indoor cycling. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first started the indoor cycling, I still can remember the very first indoor cycling with my indoor bike. I only managed to do it for one minute. <laughs> because after one minute, my heartbeat just surged to like oh. 100 over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I and, really and was your doctor was that. your doctor advising you on this? Uh, you know, be sure be sure to take it easy and all that, or were you just doing uh, it by yourself? Yes, yes. They actually uh, because of the COVID period, they only gave me a video to guide me on how to rehabilitate myself. Oh, a video. So only <laughs> Here's yeah, a video. Good luck. Oh my yes, gosh. <laughs> so so wow. look at the video. They only teach me uh, very light exercise like lifting your legs, squatting. <laughs> And I'm looking at myself, oh no, I, I, I can't be like that forever. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to be like a 80, 90 years old man. Yeah. Mm. So I I decided to try cycling. So that's why I tried. The first attempt was a really disappointing, but I insisted and I tried. So I re- realized that as I rebuilt it uh, progressively and it improved, improved, and I find that I'm getting stronger and stronger. And within two weeks, I'm able to do indoor cycling about 30 minutes. And then I'm more confident and I started to do outdoor. As I did outdoor, I realized, wow, the, the, the improvement is tremendous. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can really get back to health very fast. And, and I started to cycle 20 km, 30 km. And then it was upon chance that my friend was asking me, why don't you try OCBC cycle and they have this virtual ride. Oh, virtual ride. That was the first time I think OCBC tried that. And I, re- I, I realized that virtual ride allows us to cycle at our own pace. Correct. Said, oh, why not? And because of that, I think, yeah, I think sometimes it's that things happen for a good reason. Maybe because of COVID, I can't do the habitation. Then now with OCP cycle, I can have a higher target. And because of that, I, I decided to take a challenge of 42 km hmm. virtual ride. Brilliant. Yeah, and I, I tried, I, I aimed to do it within two rides, and I did it. So, Fantastic. Wow, say, wow, say. Fantastic. And, 
We're talking to Jason Tay. Sorry, I was just uh, uh, talking to Jason Tay. He was a participant in an OCBC cycle virtual ride after having a heart attack where his doctor said he only really had a 50% chance of survival and needed two urgent surgeries and then had to do all of his rehab at home and fast forward Mm. cycles 42K on the OCBC ride. And if I could just mention the the OCBC cycle 2022 uh, finished off, officially finished off last Monday. Yep. And OCBC says they attracted uh, almost 3,700 riders, uh, participants this year. And the 20-kilometer city ride, which was held on the 8th of May with 2,000 cyclists in person, uh, was the first mass participation event uh, since the, the COVID easing. But they had lots of people doing this online and, and getting healthy and staying healthy by doing the virtual ride online, uh, over over 3,500, close to 3,700. So great Wonderful story. Stuff. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful so stuff. Uh, Jason, you were not alone, right? <laughs> Could you tell you were with yeah. other folks as well on the, on the ride? Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm, maybe I can share a bit. I, 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 for these particular years, I actually managed to finish the uh, 100, 100 kilometers of virtual rides. Nice. And I, I, I was pretty uh, uh, happy that I may be able to rebuild my health back with the help of cycling. I hope that uh, 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 a lot of them out there with similar condition like me can consider pick up cycling. Mm. And it really help us rebuild our health in, uh, especially in cardio. Mm. I mean, it's a great idea, Jason, this idea of a virtual ride that you can do it with others. What was it for yourself, Jason, that you particularly liked about the format of the OCBC cycle virtual ride? What appealed to you? Uh, okay, to myself, I think is uh, especially for my case, because of the scarring of the heart, I am not able to uh, reach the maximum heart rate of a normal person. I, a normal person can uh, can hit heart rate based on the formula two two zero minus your your age. That's the max heart rate. And because of my scarring, the doctor allows me to do like seventy percent of my max heart rate, uh, which is a bit too low. It's about one hundred forty. So at one hundred forty, we you know if you do cycling, you will know that when you cycle up a hill, mm. it could easily hit one hundred fifty, one hundred sixty. Yeah. And I I actually. Uh, do help to uh, i mean i actually plan to to do my my cycling with a systematic way i actually make use of a smartwatch which actually uh help me provide me with the uh, continuous heart monitoring and with that i actually will not push beyond what is allowed right. and i always set it at the max heart rate so when if i once my heart rate has been hit i will the, the watch will vibrate and i have to stop uh it's pretty difficult because, uh, you know, if you do cycling, you can easily hit above your max heart rate. Of course. And of course. especially with my degraded one, mm-hmm. uh, is it was quite a challenge. And, have, and just finally, Jason, you know, you did the 100 kilometers this year. Congratulations again. Have you set yourselves any targets for next year? Yeah, I think next year I'll probably go for the 200. <laughs> Why not? Might as well. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, but uh, again, I, I have to uh, watch myself because uh, you know that I God have given me a second chance. I better appreciate it. Uh, actually, be, based on my age, doctor has actually uh, warned me 
not to overdo it. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, we want you to be safe, but we want you to be well. We're glad that you're with us to be able to tell the yeah. story today. Uh, Jason, uh, we wish you continued success in the future. And I would imagine you're a big proponent of, of helping people to uh, get healthy, stay healthy, or get better if they aren't healthy. Jason Tay, 60 years young, heart attack survivor, and OCBC virtual ride participant. We want to thank our good friend Colette Wong, uh, the journalist, for t- tuning us in and turning us on to this story. Uh, and uh, Jason, thanks so much. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you. Brilliant, Jason. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.